KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzet Torah. You are listening to the Erev Shabbat program, Erev Shabbat Kodesh, Parashat Terumah, Bet Adar, sorry, Gimel Adar. Uh, the Erev Shabbat program is Lui Nishmat, Shlomo Yosef ben Chaim Shmuel, and this week especially is Lui Nishmat Chana Zlata Bat Ze'ev, whose yardside falls this Sunday, Hey Adar. And I'm your host, or speaker, or whatever you want to call me, Jonathan Snowbell. Erev Shabbat, pardon me, Shabbat Truma is a Shabbat which falls in the middle of many things. Or I shouldn't speak about Shabbat Truma as much as this time of year. On a, on a year like this where we have no leap year, we have a lot of the themes that interact with each other. And at times when they happen to interact with each other and feed off each other well, and we're very fortunate. And we, last week we, we read Parshat Shkalim in, on Shabbat, and we didn't address Parshat Shkalim in the Arab Shabbat program. Um, now we are beginning uh, the read of the Parshiot, that discussed the Mishkan in Parshat Truma, from Parshat Truma till the end of Sefer uh, Shemot, essentially, which of course relates to Parshat Shkalim, as we'll discuss shortly. And of course, within all of this, we have a date, and that's the date of the beginning of Adar, which we are right on the eve of Purim, which... uh, which is interesting because Purim and the Mishkan are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Purim is the Chag that relates to Galut, where the Jewish people don't have uh, most of what Judaism is about. They have very little to hold on to. And in fact, they are forced to hold on to their Judaism by a threat of of being destroyed as Jews, as opposed to the Mishkan, which the Mishkan is the Mishkan, the Mikdash, are the height of uh, Jewish expression, the pinnacle of where the Jewish people can reach. Uh, not, of course, in a vacuum. Um, the prophets have often spoken, or often spoke about, the Mikdash in a vacuum as a negative element of Mikdash in a society which is immoral and unjust is not a good thing and it is and it is to be destroyed. But the Mikdash in the ideal sense where in a moral and just society and a society which is Oved Hashem Oved Hashem in all aspects of Avodat Hashem then the peak is reached through Avodat Hashem and the Mikdash as well. And that's the Mishkan and Purim is on the opposite side of that spectrum as we just stated. And somehow there is, when we deal with these opposite situations, there's something, some common denominator, which pulls everything together, as is to be expected, perhaps. And the common denominator is, in fact, what I want to discuss. Because the common denominator seems to come up here a lot. What makes us common, what makes us similar to each other, not what makes us different. And I'll begin with Parshat Shkalim, which is last week's uh, 
Shabbat, as we mentioned, and Parshat Shkalim, a little bit overlooked amongst the Arba Parshiot that we read uh, on the way to Purim and Pesach. Some would say on the way to Purim, some would say some on the way to Purim, some on the way to Pesach. Some would say the whole thing is really on the way to Pesach. Um, Parshat Shkalim is a little bit overlooked. Um, Parshat Zohar has the prestige of uh, being the Shabbat that uh, we're fulfilling a Torah obligation according to many uh, Rishonim, according to some Rishonim. Uh, some are of the same opinion vis-a-vis Parshat Para. Parshat Achodesh is already very close to Pesach. It's very tangible. We understand what we're doing there. And Parshat Shkalim is also short. It's also far off from everything. This year it was over two weeks before Purim. And we don't see how it connects to Purim or to Pesach, per se. Parshat Shkalim talks about collecting the half-shekel. And I want to point out three characteristics of the half-shekel. The half-shekel is half, a silver coin, half a shekel. It is l'chaper al-nafshoteinu l'ifnei Hashem. It is for the purpose of our atonement, kapara. And its function, as the Torah states explicitly in Parshat Pekudei, is for the building of the Adanim, of the Mishkan. The Adanim of the Mishkan, if we were to translate it to English, we would call them the sockets. Essentially, the lower level of the Mishkan, which the tall wooden body of the Mishkan were stuck into in order to make them stand, in order to make them sturdy. That are Those are the Adanim. Half is significant because half is not a whole. Half is not a whole. A whole is an independent entity, whereas a half is not. A half needs something else to complete it. It's a source of atonement, of kapara, because being a part of something greater is always the way we view kapara, or at least the best chances for kapara. The ultimate, perhaps the ultimate... uh, Revelation of this idea is within Yom Kippur, when we're all being one Am Yisrael, and through that we're getting a kapara as by being part of Am Yisrael. And here too, we are, by being part of a greater whole and not being individuals, we are receiving kapara. And of course, that relates to the whole idea of the prohibition of counting B'nai Israel, which we see in the time of David was detrimental and lethal to the Jewish people. We count Am Yisrael as individuals. Individuals have failures. Individuals are judged as individuals. And, and here the Torah tells us that when you count B'nai Israel, you count them through Machatziot HaShekel in order not to make them stand out as individuals, but to make them be part of a greater whole. And finally, the Adanim. And the Adanim, as we said, are the 
the sockets holding up the Mishkan. They were the lower level of the Mishkan. They're not the most prestigious part of the Mishkan. If we were to talk about prestigious parts of the Mishkan, we might talk about the expensive stones that were laid in the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol and the Choshen, which the Nisim, according to Chazal, no, sorry, not according to Chazal, according to the Torah, the Nisim donated for Avodat HaMishkan. No, maybe it is Chazal B'cholzot. I have to think about that. Um, the these stones, more expensive stones, only people of prestige, of wealth, could afford to give these. We could talk about the different golden uh, vessels of the, the of the Mishkan as being more prestigious. Also, the Adanim are on the ground. They're on the floor. Everything is sitting on top of that, them. And yet they are the foundation of the Mishkan. Without them, the Mishkan would fall. Without them, the Mishkan can't stand. And if you ask me what is the purpose of the Mishkan, I may say the main vessel in the Mishkan is the Aron Habrit. I might say that the main vessel in the Mishkan is the Mizbeach or the Menorah. But, all that being true, and I wouldn't say the Adanim are the most important expression of the Mishkan, but the Mishkan cannot stand without the Adanim. Those massive wooden beams that hold the Mishkan together couldn't stand without the Adanim. The Adanim hold them together, they keep them down, and they make the Mishkan stand. And that is the basis of the Mishkan. The Mishkan is all of our involvement in the Mishkan all of our equal involvement in the Mishkan, we all gave machatzita shekel, he'ashir lo lo yamit, the rich person did not give more, the poor person did not give less, everybody gave the exact same amount, who knows how much a chatzit shekel was within one Eden of the Mishkan, a very small portion, but everybody's got a portion there, everybody is part of that, and it is this need to not stick ourselves out at the as individuals, but to realize our being a part of a greater whole that is in the forefront of Parshat Shkalim, that is in the forefront of the Mishkan, in the Adanim of the Mishkan. The Mishkan Within the Mishkan, we can reach high levels of Avodat Hashem, the Kohen Gadol, the Kohanim, representing Am Yisrael, but only as representatives of Am Yisrael, only representing the Adanim, the people who gave the Adanim to the Mishkan, the people who are the basis of the Mishkan. At times, we need to be lowered from our high horses, and the high horses can be in two different places. High horses could be a person who is haughty about themselves. Need to realize that Halavai, we should all be good, simple Jews. And haughty could also be people who are down on themselves, that 
they could accomplish so much more in life? How come they're stalled in life? How come they're not going anywhere in life? They're so much better than where they are. And we have to look around and say, maybe not. Maybe our job is to be another Eden in the Mishkan. Maybe we're not meant to be the be-all and end-all. Maybe our potential, as we view it, may or may not be true. But before that potential, we have to look and make sure that we're a good foundation. Good foundation in Am Yisrael. But perhaps even before Am Yisrael, a good foundation in our surroundings. We talk about the shekel being a half a half of a greater whole. So we are half of different holes in life. Some of us, if we look at the family circle, we have parents, we have spouses, we have children. If we expand that circle a little bit more, we have relatives, we have neighbors, we have communities. Before we're going out there and saving the world and getting our names international fame, we have to look at our most basic obligations to those people and those who are who, who need our half shekel most urgently. And those are the people. The closer, the closer we look at that that circle of people who are close to, the more more necessary our half shekel is. Because my half shekel within Am Yisrael is one out of six hundred thousand half shekels. But my half shekel within my married life is a half of one. That's 50%. And within my family life, whatever everybody is within their family life, a quarter, a sixth, an eighth, much more significant numbers. And being a spouse, being a parent, being a child, being a sibling are not prestigious roles because... Everybody is part of some sort of family. Everybody is somebody's child. Many people, most people perhaps, have siblings. We all hope to be married and have children. So these are things that we all have in common, and those are our most important roles. Those are our most important roles in life, making sure that the people around us are taken care of properly. Yeah, we have potential for greatness. We have potential to change more in life. But sometimes we have to let ourselves down and say, it's true, I can do this and that and be all of this and all of that. But I first have to make sure that I am being the machatzita shekel in the closest circle and doing my basic commitments. If I'm going to be the most amazing fill-in-the-blank, am I going to have time for my children? Am I going to have time for my spouse? Am I going to have time for my basic obligations? And that's what the Machatzita Shekel is. That's what the Adanim are. They're saying, don't forget the basis of everything. The basis of everything as an individual within a family. The basis of being a Jew. The basic obligations of being a Jew, of looking at a Jew as an equal. 
And briefly, that brings us to Purim as well. Because Purim, as we've discussed in the past, I believe, that mitzvah that's so confusing and so and so controversial, that mitzvah to get drunk on Purim, which I think in a different uh, Arab Shabbat program, we discussed that getting drunk until you don't even know the difference between Aur Haman and Baruch Mordechai is about being the most basic creature you are out there. Within that most basic creature, without all the intelligence and without all the belief in the individual capacity for greatness, but just being the most basic living being out there, and realizing that that's where everything begins from. Where we're similar to everybody is where everything begins from. Not where we're different from everybody. Our potential for greatness as individuals and as a nation stems not from our individual greatness on the most basic level. It stems from being a part of Am Yisrael, being, having the basic, fulfilling the basic obligations, being part of our communities, being part of our families, and filling those roles. On that basis, we can go up higher and higher. But we first have to always go back to the basics. Going back to the basics, that's Machatzita Shekel, that's the Adanim, that's the Mishkan, and that's Purim. Shabbat Shalom.